Hey, you're listening to WKNC Interviews Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast via iTunes and never miss an episode. Enjoy listening. Hey, this is 88.1 WKNC, and you just heard Donovan Woods. All right, so we are here today with Bombadil. Hey. Hello. Hey. Hey. So, um, you know... Being on tour and all of that, what do you feel like is your favorite memory? Daniel and I have uh, really prioritized going to the best coffee shop in every town uh, this year. Our guitar player, Nick Vandenberg, is a, a coffee connoisseur. So we've been to some of the best coffee shops in America, I would say. We, oh. we think the best one is in Olympia, Washington. It's called uh, Olympia Roasting Company. Cool, cool. If I'm ever there, I have to go there, I guess. Um, what about the best coffee house in Raleigh? Ooh, Raleigh's tough. Mm, we don't want to make people mad by saying <laughs> You'll lose listeners. Um, there's two I really like. One, I'm blanking on the name, but it's like North Raleigh out by 540. It's in a place that kind of looks like France, like a little Paris. Um, does anybody know about Jubala? Yes, Jubala. Ooh, yeah, I got Jubala it. out there, and then I'll, we also like Jewel a lot. Okay, cool, cool. Any others you recommend that are better? Um, I haven't been there, but I heard good things about Liquid State. It's like actually right oh. out on Hillsborough Street. It just opened. Oh, neat. we have yeah. heard good things also. Okay, yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll go after this. Nice, yeah, probably. Nice. Um, what about you know? Uh, with the breadth of your work, can you point at any one song and be like, this is our favorite? Uh, generally, the the newest song that we're working on writing is our favorite, I would say, or something from the last few months. Mm-hmm. It would be the favorite. Uh, it's always nice, too, for we now having a number of records to kind of go back to a song that we recorded in, say, 2009 and learn it again or take a different approach to it. Uh, it kind of feels like a running into an old friend or something like that. Mm, that's nice. Um, I feel like all of your music has this uh, this sort of style that kind of juxtaposes bright, cheerful melodies with um, somber and serious content. Can you speak to that a little bit? Uh, yeah, well, that's some of my favorite type of music. I always like, I guess, that juxtaposition of happy yeah. and sad. Um I think Bell and Sebastian is a, maybe a good touchstone for that. I feel like they always have really happy oh, yeah. melodies, but really mm-hmm. sad, serious topics. Yeah, definitely. I think it kind of uh, it kind of forces the listener to actually listen to what's being said in the song. You know, kind of forces you to look at the details and sort of the meaning behind the whole thing. So I think that's really cool. Thank you. That's a great compliment. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What about playing with people? Is there like a specific band or artist that you feel like really influenced you a lot just through touring with them? Um, Definitely. We have uh, some friends in in just outside of Boston, Massachusetts. They're based a band called You Won't. uh, And we've done a good bit of touring with them. And I think we've taken a number of ideas from them. Uh, Their drummer plays keyboards, uh, at the same time as playing the drums, and we uh, now do that in our setup as well, have a, little, a small keyboard by the drum set, and 
just kind of the the way they approach presenting their material live, although their material is relatively different than ours. Mm-hmm. Um, we we've definitely learned a lot from talking to them and being good friends with them. So much uh, so to, that we're going to go in January. They're going to be out of town and let us use their recording studio uh, to make a new record. Lovely. So okay. In January, and be in Massachusetts in January, which. Maybe a silly idea. <laughs> um, so, like, in what way have they influenced you then? I guess just what James is saying, just their approach to performing music live. and That would be all. Yeah. Yes, they can play yeah. multiple instruments at one time. They're just two people, and they make a lot of noise. It's cool. Um, yeah. And and I think they still are, are are really putting a lot of thought into the the song that they're writing, the yeah. lyrics are, are really, really strong and and they are just, you. I've never seen a band like them. You don't, you mm-hmm. know, sometimes, even we get some people say, you sound like this band and mm-hmm. uh, they are entirely unique to me. Yeah, like uh, they don't really fit into a genre. Uh, I mean, or, it's sort of indie rock. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the broad genre, all-encompassing. Um, so... What about your own process? Like, how do you guys write music? Do you feel like with your lyrics, it's like a very stream of consciousness type thing when you lay that down? Or do you think about it more and talk about it more? Um, Well, we're going through a little bit of a transition period now because uh, the lineup's changed a little bit. And so the songwriting process is going to change. So we have new people to be writing Mm -hmm. songs with. Um, But sometimes, yeah, songs can be written by yourself in a room or other times they're kind of hashed out with one or two more people. Um, often it seems like melodies come to us for it first and then we kind of sit around together and try to brainstorm words and lyrics. And mm. Nice. And I think this EP that has just come out, Still Bombadil, uh, was our, our first attempt at really doing a kind of 50-50 collaboration on something where we both wrote a lot of the words for most of the songs and contributed a lot of the different musical ideas. Um, Daniel played drums on at least one of the songs, which I think... Is that the first time you played drums on one of our records? You may be right. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, and just, yeah, kind of tried a bunch of, of new things just to to stir up the pot and uh, see what comes to the top, I guess. Cool. Um, is there a song you guys want to play off of Hold On, your last album release? Sure. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to. Yeah. would love to hear Bill You For Your Trash. Lovely. Okay. You just heard Bill You For Your Trash by Bombadil, and they're actually here with us today. So, um, just after hearing that song and thinking about it, I'm like, you guys have... Um, kind of this idea of like breakup and like finding these old possessions that you have from that significant other that you are no longer with. Um, that's kind of like a motif in a lot of your songs, I think. Mm, that's great. I don't know if I thought about that. Before. <laughs> <laughs> great. Do you feel like you know digging into your subconscious, you can think of like a reason why that is? Um, probably just yeah, being. Folks in our early 30s have <laughs> been through yeah. uh, several uh, significant breakups at this point. Yeah. Uh, those certainly are very impactful yeah. on your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and 
definitely filter into the songwriting. I feel like, uh, ironically, that that song, uh, the the uh, bill you for your trash in in that circumstance comes from Daniel and I lived together uh, with Stuart and Brian, our former bandmates, in a house on Trinity Avenue in Durham, uh, and uh, the city threatened to fine us for uh, leaving the <laughs> trash can on the road for too long. So Daniel wrote a whole song about that idea, <laughs> about being fined for something silly. Like, it's but, hilarious. You should record it and send it to them. Oh, it's recorded. It's good. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it is record. recorded. Yep, just send it in the mail. I'm not sure the uh, Department of Waste Removal will listen to our to our song. It'll be their like theme song. Sure. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Um, well, now that we're kind of getting towards the end. I kind of wanted to ask, like, I don't know, if you were, if your band was a food, what would it be? Can we each answer that? Yeah, do it. Okay, what do you think, Dan? Mm, my favorite foods right now are, like, salads. It'd just be a big salad with, like, a lot of different types of greens and lettuce and... Bacon bits? Um, maybe no, no bacon bits. But <laughs> bacon with James, bits. I could have bacon bits. Yeah, <laughs> from the side. Yeah, and blue cheese dressing. Okay. Hmm, that's a that's a really good question. I'm gonna what's it? Corn dog, Daniel's. I I just ate my first corn dog ever. Oh so my I gosh! Will, I will go with corn dog. Uh, sweet on the outside, savory on the inside. Oh, <laughs> great with ketchup. Wait, when did you eat it? I was at the Minnesota State Fair this summer, and it, it seemed like an appropriate time to eat my first corn dog. Yeah, that's yep. Um, so I had a foot long corn dog. A foot long corn dog. Yeah, I went all in. You know. So what was it like? Five stars? Would recommend to a friend? I'd eat another one. Okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Food on a stick is a fun thing. <laughs> I had a uh, bacon on a stick and oh my Oregon gosh, this year on that's. Tour. That's what you guys are. I feel like that's like you guys as a food is like food on a stick. That's that's what it is. That's like your aesthetic. Oh my gosh, that's food great. Food on a stick. Yeah. But healthy food on a stick. Yeah. Yeah. Lettuce on a stick. Lettuce on a stick. Like an eggplant on a stick. <laughs> that that doesn't sound good. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, okay. What about if you were an animal, what would you be? Bombadil. If Bombadil were an animal. If Bombadil were an animal. Unicorn. <laughs> okay, you can't beat that. I can't beat that. That also is my high school mascot, so I have to... Really? Yeah, that's right. I went to UNCSA, uh, the School of the Arts in Winston-Salem, and our mascot was a pickle. It was literally a fighting oh, pickle. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. Should have played you in sports. Well, yeah, I went to the North Carolina School of Science and Mathematics. Oh, oh, we didn't have a sports team because you know the whole art us thing. weak artists yeah, with <laughs> weak frames. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, also, yeah, this is what I was meaning to ask. Um, your band name, Bombadil. I'm sure you get this a lot, but is it in any way related to Tom Bombadil? Like, where did that name come from? Um, it does come from Tom Bombadil. Okay. We had a friend in college that was a big fan of Lord of the Rings, and he recommended the name because I think at the time we were playing very folksy kind of happy music, which I think describes maybe Tom Bombadil's personality, mm -hmm. being a woodsy, folksy character. 
Um, none of us are yeah. really fans of the books or have read them. <laughs> but the posers. No, but just yeah, the, the band name does come from Tom Mamadou. Okay, yeah, it's cool. It's cool because I know, like, when you look, you guys, or when I look you guys up, it's like the band, and then lots of pictures of Tom Bombadil. <laughs> yeah, that's actually Daniel. <laughs> it's actually Daniel. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Okay, um, so actually, uh, by request, Bombadil has asked me to play my favorite song from my favorite band, and so here is Springful by Adult Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> 